Don't believe anything I say. None of it. Go verify this stuff yourself. Go verify yourself. And here's the thing. Use your God-given common sense. We all have it, okay? But we're trading it in for nonsense because we can't understand big numbers. We can't understand concepts that are so ridiculous, they're un-understandable. And therefore, we go, well, I can't understand that. And therefore, I have to trust a guy in a bow tie who lies, who's a failed comedian, and I have to get my information from him. Okay? So, uh, Joe, you know, you know what I want to find out that Dave, what Dave thinks? Because, Dave, you live in Connecticut. Joe lives in Connecticut. I'm in do Hawaii. I live in Connecticut? Do I? Do you believe I live in Connecticut, or do you know I live in Connecticut? I believe from what you said. Are you not You believe it, but you don't know it, right? Right. You can continue your life believing and there's nothing else to do. Go take a nap when we're done. Or you can go online and really research me and find my Facebook and find my friends and maybe find my yeah. high school and find some current pictures and like, yeah, this guy lives in Connecticut. That's what it takes. Belief is easy. Belief is the enemy of knowing. As Crow 777 Radio says, knowing takes time and effort and energy. And so knowing that you live on a flat earth takes time and effort and energy. Believing you live on a ball with absolutely no proof whatsoever that's easy. I believe I live on a ball, but I can't tell you why, but I'm not religious. Definition of religion or a cult is believing something and not knowing why you believe it. We'll get what into it. Think, <laughs> Did you ask your question? You think, I'm sorry. What do you think about the fire? What do you think about the fires coming down from Canada? Isn't that crazy? So they all, they all lit at the same time. They all ignited at the same time. You guys saw that video, right? All yeah, of those, I'm, a little, the I'm a little skeptical on that one, though. It's, it's somebody, well, you know, somebody I'm with purposely... You also. Well, well, hold on. So that, that, that now you're getting into the why and stuff. The overwhelming thing over, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Overwhelming, we'll call it. The goal of the globalists, in my opinion, is to depopulate the world by 95%. So they're, they're doing everything possible, everything possible. And, you know, these fires are interesting because we have people reporting that they live on a way upstate New York, two, two hours from Canada, and their skies never got darkened, but New York turned orange. Like I'm here, like my visibility was like a quarter of a mile. Okay. How did the smoke get from there to here? And then why is it orange? And then um, you heard about that train uh, heist that like salt, what was it? Um, hexafluoride or well, I'm I'm forgetting what it was. It was oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the sulfur, whatever, whatever that stuff was that was stolen, missing. Uh, it burns orange. It it makes an orange smoke. So right. I'm not saying it's that. I'm just like, hmm, disappears orange smoke. Didn't cross over upstate New York, but got to uh, Manhattan. I don't know how that's possible. I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe the official story. I don't. I don't know. That's kind of weird. That's listen, that's a legit argument. Yeah. Right? And and I think, you know, it's important when when you're having these sorts of debates as as Dave knows that you really you you can't really presume anything. Right. You know? Ammonium ammonium nitrate. And ammon that's what was stolen. Ammonium nitrate. And if you look at ammonium nitrate when it burns it makes the exact same color orange smoke. It's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't you know. Maybe breathe that air, though, right? And I breathe it's that horrible. air. We're both here. It's well, I breathe it. I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know enough about ammonium nitrate. I don't know. I don't know any. I don't know a lot. Here's the thing: flat earthers know that they don't know. They know. We know that we don't know some things. We, but globers think they know everything, 
but they don't know anything. They don't even know their own model. We have guys that go along boardwalks and beaches and stuff, $200 in their hands, and they go up to people like, hey, do you think the earth is flat or a globe? And they're like, globe, of course, you idiot. And they're like, well, we're going to ask you three questions about the globe, and uh, you win $300, $200 if you can get them right. And the first one is, how many times does the earth rotate in one day in the globular world? Go ahead, Joseph. One. Very good. You're, you're, you're one third of the way there to your 200 bucks, okay? I'm not offering you 200 bucks because I don't know how well researched you are, but a random person on the beach doesn't get this right. How fast is the earth spinning at the equator? Is it 27,000 something? I, I thought it was yeah, like, more like, I thought it was like 60,000. I don't know. The spin of the earth, the spin, not the orbit, the spin. If you're on the equator, how fast are you moving? I'll give you a hint. The earth is about 24,000 miles around. It takes one day to go around. Uh -oh. How many 24. miles per hour? 24,000. A thousand miles per hour. Okay, you lost okay. the 200 bucks. And then the third one is how far is the sun? What's the orbiting speed? Anything. No one gets them right, but they defend the globe like they know it. They defend the globe like they know it. Yeah, I, I chaperoned a field trip to my daughter. And for my daughter the other day, we went to the planetarium. And I was even talking to one of the dads. <laughs> I told them that you were coming on. And I'm like, what do you think about this? And the first thing he said to me is, well, we're just spoon fed everything as a kid. <laughs> Very good. You know yeah. what? Here's the thing. We're spooned. Like when you go to school, you know, it's globe this, globe that, planets, orbits of the sun and moon. The first worksheet you bring home is the, you know, the orbits of the of the sun and the moon and the, and the earth, right? And this is all programmed in you before you could think. So to say, well, why, you know, the, the, the one of the big fallacies is uh, the majority fallacy, or forget exactly what it's called, where, well, how can you guys be right and 99% of the world is wrong? Because they were spoon-fed globe stuff before they had the ability to judge anything, right? Go Erase your brains. You know nothing about the earth. You just arrived here today. You don't know anything. Go outside and tell me, are you going to come up with a flat stationary earth or a spinning, orbiting, whirling, twirling <laughs> corkscrewing earth in a space vacuum okay <laughs> okay i mean you know so the, the the burden of proof is on the on the positive claim oh we're spinning through space have you or anyone ever in history measured axial rotation answer is no have you or anyone in history ever measured curvature no okay have you or anyone ever in history ever had high pressure our atmosphere adjacent to low pressure space Without a physical barrier, answer no. Hey, can you go pick up some propane for the grill tonight? But don't bring the tank. Just bring the propane. Okay? Can you do that? Because you need to be able to do that if you live on a globe. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming. Joseph's already a flat earther. We're done here. <laughs>
Okay. So imagine your basement's unfinished and you hire some contractors to sheetrock your basement and they do it like this. Okay. Are you going to pay them? No. (laughs) This is an airtight spaceship. That does not look airtight. Okay. You would, you, you would probably kick their ass. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at, look how stupid this is. This is shape, crepe, crepe, I don't, paper mache and crepe paper, paper. crepe paper, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. It's, foil tape you know and if you really go in and look at at like look at the legs you think that the legs would all be made the same but some of them have foil wrapped around them some of them they ran out of foil so they changed it to something else i mean it's literally a freaking fifth grader art project okay <laughs> it's so stupid ask any engineer does this look sturdy I and mean, here, here's the other thing so they were worried one of the, i remember uh, as a kid you know I'm, I'm a little older than you guys um, they were talking about the moon landing. They're, they don't know how deep the powder is on the moon, and they were afraid that the thrust of the of the engines could blow a hole so deep that the that the lander could fall in it. Right? You guys, guys ever hear about that? Mm-hmm. Right? They're yeah. they're afraid that uh, that that it could it could blow a hole so deep that um it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't it would you know just be a problem. So uh, this moon lander, there's no blown away dust there's no dust they should have blown dust everywhere should have landed on the feet everything is crisp perfectly clear there's no dust crater now down here it's hard to say is the is the nozzle of the of the rocket these guys now have to go skeet shooting what do i mean by that well this thing has to fire them into the sky to meet the orbiter that's coming around at a couple thousand miles an hour and they have to gain speed and connect so they can go back home okay this is this is what they're doing from the moon okay All right. And when I say skeet shooting, it's because one a vacuum doesn't really work in space. But if you watch this, watch this. Oops. Um, and um, it is going to take off. Remember, the nozzle's down here. And it's still down there. There's no nozzle on here. So this thing went poof, right? With two guys in there with not in chairs, right? Like imagine if they moved, the thing would start tumbling. Right. And now this is just going to go up into the sky and meet up with the orbiter and dock perfectly airtight. Okay. This way. And then who, who panned up? Who panned up? How did they do that? How did they get the film back to earth? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. that seems over 50 years ago that that kind of technology I'm, I'm totally on board now with the moon landing hoax. I've been doing like going through rabbit holes with this. I mean, I watched that Apollo 9, um, that thing on Netflix where they found like 50,000 hours of tape. Have you seen that? Uh, I refreshed my memory because they lost all the tapes. They lost all the Oh, no, they didn't lose them. Because of budgetary restrictions, they taped over them. Remember when you used to have VCR tapes and you would tape over something? Right, they taped over all of the moon landing footage. Thanks for laughing, Joseph, because they're laughing at us. We need to laugh back at them. Yeah. Right? Right. So <laughs> I, I'm uh, I want to show you one more one, one other thing. So this is if I can find it. Um, so this is now we got the only light on the moon is the light is the sun. So the sunlight's over there and his shadow was going to the right. And then so I'm panning to the right, panning to the right, panning to the right. Now the kind of the, where's the sun? Is it over there? Or is it kind of over where we're looking from? And look at his shadow. It's kind of going away from us. Panning to the right, panning to the right, panning to the right, and look at his shadow. It's now going the opposite direction. How is that possible 
with a single source light, the sun, right? How's that possible? Yeah. It moves right? to one then, side to the other of them, yeah. Yeah, and so, so now watch this. Watch, this is a, watch in his visor, you're gonna see a reflection of some lights. I see two of them right now, two square lights in his visor, one, two, one, two. Now watch when he turns. Now it could be one light being reflected. I don't know. It, I'll, I'll tell you what I think it looks like. He turns three, yeah. four, four lights. You see them? One, two, yeah. three, four. What are those lights? You know, could it be something like this? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you're listening right now, it looked like there was like four like bulbs shining on his. Uh, it's what would you front call that? Lighting. Like mask? It's front light. It, I I literally it, it, am it, looking into yeah. front lights right now. That's why I'm lit right. up. Yeah, yeah, right. That's interesting. Yeah, it's exactly. Huh. And they didn't bring any lights to the moon. They they even admit they brought no lights to the moon. Okay, I don't listen. I'm not gonna quote Joe Rogan as a source of anything, but <laughs> please talking... don't because <laughs> go ahead. He was no, he was talking about he said one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. He said he used to not believe that we went to the moon. And then he saw evidence that he knows was falsified, fake pictures. Um, he said he thinks it was from the training missions and that they basically patched work what was really happening with the training exercises, but that it definitely happened. And I thought that you saw evidence that it didn't happen and it made you think it did. That's like backwards. Yeah, because he can't get his lies straight. His famous quote was, there's no way you'll ever convince me that we went to the moon. No way. And he was becoming the number one moon hoax advocate. When this one, this podcast was really just starting to take off. Then he went on vacation Weird, all of a sudden went on vacation, came back. I think the first guest he had on was Neil deGrasse Tyson. And Neil, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe we didn't go to the moon. And then he got a multi, multi, multi-million dollar contract. He got his own television show, Joe Rogan it Discovers Everything or whatever. And his first one was debunking chemtrails. Another, another, like, what? Okay. Yeah. And, and I don't know, does the word sellout mean anything? You know, I mean, it's I love Joe Rogan at the time. Yeah. Dave, it's hitting home. Uh, yeah. So, 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 so now, actually, just recently, he was he threw out some comments the other day about um about the moon landing, about it maybe it wasn't real. So I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, maybe he's they're giving him a little leeway to gain some of his credibility back. But let me ask you a question. You see this? This is the lunar rover, right? How do they fit it in that that number that badly sheetrock basement job I showed you on the moon? This thing was in there with two guys. With with golf clubs, with yeah. you know, all sorts of stuff. And and we, we did an analysis of this. It's the chassis of a Jeep, okay, of an old like a Vietnam era Jeep. Okay. This is an umbrella, like I don't know, it's five dollars on the street in New York City. And these are beach chairs, okay? They literally weaved, webbed beach chairs, okay? Right? And so this thing's scooting around the moon. And they're hot rodding all over the place and just playing it back in slow motion. You play it back at double speed and it, well, it looks like they're on Earth. Huh, weird. Okay. And, um, and you know how much that thing costs? $38 million back then in the 1970, right? Today, this costs 37 
<laughs> million what, dollars. What, what do we got? Jeff Bezos yacht or something? <laughs> okay. No, Jeff Bezos doesn't have a yacht no. this nice. Come on, wait <laughs> okay. a minute. Wait a minute. They spent thirty-eight million dollars on that to tape some beach chairs and an umbrella to some kind of yeah. Doom Those buggy. are not beach chairs. Those are space chairs. Those are special. <laughs> Space moon chairs. And then Dave. if you watch the video of them going around, they're literally dummies in there. Like they're, they're it's like claymation. It's Yo, so they, stupid. Someone has to call us next time. They we could do it a lot cheaper than that. Yeah, I recognize those chairs from when I used to go down the Jersey Shore and stay at the Thunderbird. Those were the those, those, were those the, are chairs from the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what that chairs. looks like. Yikes. Right, it's not. They look like that because. That's what they are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jedi, I'm curious if Dave has this. Remember someone sent us the clip a couple weeks ago of the mouse on the International Space Station? Do you know about that, Dave? Oh, yeah. I mean, not on the International Space Station, on the rocket going up to the space station. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then they immediately, uh, it probably was a mouse. Um, By the way, they got a zipper, right, to take a leak. How does that work airtight? How do you whip your wiener out? And and how does the zipper stay airtight? Okay, <laughs> on the moon. Okay, right. And that, they're wearing freaking snowboarding suits for Christ's sake. How come they don't blow up? Go Google, uh, you know, um, vacuum chamber experiments like soda can or there's one with like Stretch Armstrong. They put him in there. He explodes. He explodes when you take all the pressure out around them. Okay, how come they didn't explode in these stupid freaking snowboarding suits? All right. Yeah. And whenever they show astronauts and stuff, they're always just having like the time of their lives. You know, like they're throwing food uh, to each other. Rolling like, around, yeah, playing with water, with electronics all over the place, a gorilla suits running around the space station. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you just ask me a minute ago? Uh, yeah, look, these are like LL Bean boots. Look at these. These are moon boots. What the frick is going on? All right. It is it is so unbelievably stupid. It's um it's ridiculous. We're going to throw a bunch of these pictures up on Crimes, Conspiracies, Beyond um, on our Facebook page so you can see in case you're listening yeah. on audio. If, if you're not listening, you, you guys are going to put this up on YouTube, I assume, no? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So just link link this under because people are going to hear this. And they're like, what the hell is he showing? Let me let me see that. Okay. So um, it's, you know, it, it's it's fun to listen to, but it's better to watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. It's, I mean, we could we could stay on the whole moon thing forever, but you know the fact that they faked the moon landing doesn't prove that the Earth is a globe. But the only proof that we have that the Earth is a globe is from NASA, who faked the moon landing. So I don't know where yeah, you want to take it from there. Satellites. Let's talk about satellites then. Yeah, and satellites would seem to show around Earth from with their they beaming would. back. They would. So how does a satellite show a round earth? Does a satellite take a picture of a round earth? I, I don't uh, Do they take pictures? I, I would assume you could have a video feed on a satellite. Yeah. You you could assume that if a satellite was, but the, the favorite one is the Himawari 8 satellite, which is a Japan Japanese satellite that sends a picture back to earth every 10 minutes or every 15 minutes, supposedly. Right. And, um, and then that's their number one proof, right? And the pictures are, are just stupid. And, um, but they have active current weather on them, right? Um, but it always takes about 40 minutes. They're always 40 minutes late. Like, why is it? Why isn't it immediate? Why don't we get it immediate? If it's taking a picture, give it to us immediately, 40 minutes late. So 
uh, a whistleblower sent us a link to a NASA FTP site with, that wasn't um, locked. And we went in and we found um, thousands and thousands and thousands of folders of images, so all of these images, right? And they were all of the images from the Himawari 8. Oh, very cool. But then we found this. We found, hey, this is the world radar um, map of, of the weather, okay? And then we found in there the blue marble, uh, the plain blue marble uh, globe painting and how they wrap it around there and actually put, um, put the, the, you know, the Terminator line on there. So it takes them like 40 minutes. Let me just jump forward here a little bit. So, so here's, here's one right here. So this is a picture. Then we found the raw picture. It shows all of the earth, all of the earth. So we can see the clouds over here and over here. Where's day and night? Wait, is, it, is it noon right here where the sun's right behind me? So if we, we watch, and I'm showing you where they are, then they put on the, the, the Terminator line, right? So how did they see the star? The, 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 if it's taking a photo, how did it see in the darkness? How did it get all the clouds over here? Okay, this is just a fake Terminator line, right? This is completely, this is ridiculous. Look how big these clouds are, okay? How do we see all of these clouds? They just, this is done in Photoshop. This is done in Blender. This is ridiculous, right? Those white None things are clouds? Yes, those, those white are... things are clouds. Look how big they are. They're bigger than some countries, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Well, because just, they can't make them. It, in reality, front. when you, yeah, no, it's not a storefront. A storefront, this is like a massive storm, okay? Um, when, uh, when, you, when you look at, um, when you look at uh, um, what the earth looks like from high, it literally whites out, okay? Here is, um, where am I doing? It, oops, I, uh, I got rid of myself. Um, here I am, okay. This is, uh, this is what the earth looks like from 120,000 feet, okay? It's whited out. You can't see anything, okay? And these vibrant colors going into space, it's all absolute and total nonsense. We get back to the satellites in a second, but but um, I want to show you. Um, you know, here's some pictures of us of of the Australia side of the Earth. Is this the one with Australia? Um, look at what what color is the Earth? Okay, what color is the Earth? Right, and these are the official. Whoops, why do I keep doing that? Um, these are the pictures of uh, of the Earth from NASA. Right, this is the blue marble that was that was on everyone's iPhone. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are they, what are they showing? Why am I, what is going on here? I'm, uh, oh, there we go. Sorry about the that. The third, the third one over in the top row looks like a painting or something. Yeah. They're all one. paintings. They're all paintings. This is the 2012 one. Let me show you, um, about that one. So, um, where is it? I have it right here. All right, so here, well, here's one, 2012 and 2013. Look at the United States. Look how wide it is and look how small it is. Look at the color. I mean, maybe it was just good weather, better weather in 2013, you know? Um, mm. it, it, it's, it's, you know, and then the blue marble one, um, Robert Simmon from NASA in an interview, he's a NASA, NASA visual artist. He said he made it in Photoshop. He was given strips of data and he created it in Photoshop um, to look like people would think it looks okay, so he admitted it. So here's a here's a here's the one. So they NASA tells us the diameter of the Earth, a straight line through the Earth is seven thousand nine hundred seventeen miles, right? 
here's something we can measure. We can't look up at the sky and go, well, Venus is the same size as Earth. How do you know any of that? You don't know any of it. But we can drive across Mexico and take a boat across uh, the peninsula here and Baja. And we could say this is 934 miles and we know it. So now we have a segment. This segment is 934 miles. How many of them equal 7,900 um, I think it's three and a half or, or what? No, no, like eight, eight and a half. Yeah, no, eight. Yeah. I'm sorry. Eight yeah. and a half. I'm saying you could probably fit three and a half, eight and a half. It, it doesn't even fit on this page. Okay. So where's the rest of the earth? Is it on the other side? Okay. Where's the rest of the earth? Right. Yeah. So then we you get a picture. Yeah. Well, what about this picture from the space station? Look, you know, NASA showed us this and NASA showed us this. Well, what 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 is the curve of the earth is it that or is it this because this is just this little area right here right this is clearly just a fisheye lens they love their fisheye lenses um whoops you're glitching out joseph oh um me and me and joe have talked about maps a lot yeah like how it doesn't i don't know how i don't know if there's exact science to it people have figured out maps like 2000 you're years back. ago like how how accurate can it be well, absolutely. So and uh, and here, here it is, the United States, right? So this circle represents what we're seeing on this side of the globe. All of this and this is all on the other side of the globe. Okay? If you can't figure out how that's possible, it's because you actually have common sense. Okay? You actually have common sense. So, you know, it goes, it goes on and on and on. Uh, here's another one, this one of Africa. Where's the rest of the globe? Right here's the other side. Look, here's the other side right now, but it only has this in it. Right? It only has us. so all of this is on the other side. Well, how come we didn't see it on the other side? These are paintings by bad painters, right? Because if they made everything, tried to make it like how it really would look, it wouldn't. It would look weird, and people would be going, "That's not right." And you know, they literally are dumbing us down. Joseph, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Um. Jedi, Jedi lives in Hawaii. Is there any, do you have anything on Hawaii? Is there anything different about living there that anything about Hawaii do you have? Yeah, well, Hawaii, you can see uh, some of the, on, on clear days, you can see uh, other islands that should be way, way over the curve. Let me ask a question. Is this, would this be hard to paint? You think you could paint this and make it look as real as this? No. Uh, it would be yeah, very it's difficult. It's a, it, well, it actually is a painting. Both of these are paintings. Which one's harder? One said, well, how would they paint that? I mean, I, how would they paint that? This is a painting. This is a painting. This is a painting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think he's having some connection issues. He keeps disappearing. I'm, I'm here. not sure. Oh, I'm you're here. there. When your video goes off, I, I lose. Uh, yes. you, you, you disappear. Okay. I'm just fixing something. I'll be back for a second. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'm <laughs> But so, you know, Dave, what do you think about the James Webb Telescope? What's up with that whole thing? <laughs> we're going to get back to satellites. Don't let me forget, but let's hit James Webb. All right. Um, while we're... So the James Webb Telescope is the biggest joke ever on Earth, okay? <laughs> so you ever hear of the program called, what the hell is it called? Um, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's a, it's a freaking art part. It's a free app on my phone, and I created yeah. a better, better picture than, than they did. In 10 minutes with a free app. Okay. And, oh, this is you doing that right now? This is me. I'm making 
in a freaking James Webb picture. Okay, look at that. It's amazing. Look at that. If NASA showed a NASA fanboy that, they'd be like, oh, it's so cool. Look at the Magellanic Cloud and, and, the, and the, you know, oh, look at these galaxies. But what you didn't notice in space here, take a look right here. There's a yeah. very unique uh, structure in space. It's called Flat Earth Dave, right oh. there. It's me. It's me. I'm in space. I'm standing on a Magellanic Cloud. All right. Um, you want to get into the the James Webb Telescope a little more. Um, so there's my beautiful picture, and I showed it to a Glober, and they're like they're defending it, and I'm like, oh really, really, really? Did you guys see this picture that uh, I think it was? Uh, no, an astronomer here on Earth took a picture of a distant star. You guys saw this when it was out. In the, it was in all the news. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? The, the, the red, red. Do you like it? Because it's a slice of sausage. <laughs> he took Looks it. Like he, tweet, he tweeted it, and all the scientific magazines were were tweeting it, going, "Oh my God, what a great photo!" and everything. And and he got a lot of trouble. Got a lot of trouble. So so this is how James Webb works. Okay. So here's the Earth um, during our during our northern summer and here's the earth during our northern winter but um there is a spot uh, you know the sun has more gravity than earth so somewhere in between here closer to the earth the gravity should be, be equal and it can lock you can you can park something right in that they call it a lagrange point if you're thinking that i'm talking complete and total bullshit it is but this is what they say right so you can find that spot like like if you had two magnets and you're trying to measure it get a little metal ball to float you know, and not go to one or the other. So that's a, it's called Lagrange point, right? So, so here is, um, oh, there, there's not, that's not what it is. Um, James Webb, first image. Right, oh, by the way, my image or James Webb image? Can't tell them apart. <laughs> right? Yeah. My, my image or uh, James Webb? Want to take a guess? Oh, um, I'm going to say that's yours. Yeah, no, that's James Webb. <laughs> ah, God damn it. <laughs> okay. Right. And then uh, James Webb can get these pictures 4.6 billion light years away. <laughs> and uh, this is a security camera at one of the bang bang events that happen, you know, 10 feet away. And that's yeah. what we get. I think that's actually a galaxy on his face right there. This is he's actually a black hole <laughs> in the shape of a human, right? <laughs> okay. So if people haven't uh, wait, heard, wait, hold, on. You... Wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Here, here is the launch of the James Webb telescope. I'm going to go through this real quick. Let me just fast forward. Um, is this, is this play yet? Why is it going so slow? All right. So the James Webb goes up. And then they, they immediately switch to cartoon. This is what they show us for the launch. This is, this is the cartoon, okay? Yeah. And, they, and then it deploys the James Webb when it's right over the Earth, okay? So you can still see the curvature. They always show the curvature of the Earth. Let me see if I can get to that point. Where is it? Um, oh, this is, basically, this is just uh, I'm showing you. The entire live stream was all a cartoon, okay? Right. So this is what I want to show you. So... This is a James Webb over the, this is supposedly real. It's doing a selfie of itself and it's launching the camera. It's launching the, the telescope and then it's going to deploy. Now, what the heck are we looking at, right? So this thing is deploying itself. Now it's gonna open up, it's gonna open up its, um, its wings. Hold on, let me get a little closer. All right, so uh, here it goes. 
So, so here it goes. Now the camera's breaking up. Now it's right above the earth. This is the earth right over here. Yeah. Right. So we're, what are we, 100 miles, 500 miles, 1,000 miles? I don't know. We're, we're very close to the earth and it's deploying it. So it's, it's going out of the rocket and it's going to deploy its wings. Right. But we, we're losing connection already. Okay. Mm -hmm. This thing then has to go to that Lagrange point a million miles away and park itself. How does it get there? <laughs> How's it going to get there? Okay. Now watch, watch the wings up here. I'm going to fast forward. And look, now it's putting out its, uh, its solar panels or whatever. How is it going to get yeah. to the garage point and park itself? And how does that garage point, you know, and we get closer to the earth, uh, to the sun and farther from the sun. How, how is that? It's, it's moving at like thousands of miles an hour just to keep the Lagrange point. You know, here on earth, when they take a, you know, um, you remember the, the image years ago that came out, it was on all the science magazines um, called the, the deep star field where they focused on a spot in the sky, the size of a grain of rice. They did like a 14 hour or 10, five hour exposure, whatever it was. Right. And they said that this giant telescope on the top of a mountain in Hawaii, I believe um, that it's on the cement pad and cement pads are like 10 feet thick and perfectly, you know, level that the, that the, um, a technician has to walk around in socks because if they have shoes on a vibration, a slight little vibration could um, affect the, could affect, you know, could ruin the image. Okay. I have to ask you a question. <laughs> Did they forget that the earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour orbiting at 66,000 miles an hour while spinning and chasing the sun at a half a million miles per hour when they're focusing on that point in the sky and they're worried about a little vibration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. They're, people don't think people yeah. just don't think it's so absolutely completely ridiculous. I know we all never, right. we just take for granted that we're spinning and stuff. We never really you, talk about it or anything like that. All right. But yeah. you, you also touched on something and it's one of the things that's kind of held me back personally, Dave, from buying okay. this part and parcel. You mentioned okay. uh, basically the seasons. Why are there different seasons on different parts of the earth at the same time, if it's flat? Okay. I'm going to explain seasons to you. We're going to take our time. It's going to be very easy. You're going to open up your mind to this concept, and then you try to tell me how it doesn't work, okay? Because you won't be able to. But first, this is satellites. NASA puts up tens of thousands of satellites on balloons. They're crashing all over Earth. People are getting videos of them before the, you know, the, the military shows up and picks them up. But NASA controls all the helium on Earth. Did you know that? They own all the helium companies on Earth. And they use hey, more a, helium than everyone thing. else combined. Yeah, that's a real thing, right? And this is thing that is like, why there's a helium shortage. Yes, there's always a shortage, but enough for party <laughs> balloons, but not enough for rigid inflatable <laughs> ships. And then they demonize they with the Hindenburg, they demonize hydrogen. You know, oh my hydrogen, hydrogen bombs, explosion, oh the humanity, another hoax. Okay, because they don't want us having airships. Because if you have an airship, <laughs> you could go explore extended periods of time. You don't need to refuel. Hey, I want to go explore beyond uh, Antarctica. Oh, no, you cannot do that. You know, all the wars and fighting over resources and everything in this world. Um, what are two things that all of the countries agree upon? There's only two things. They all agree upon it. They're fighting for resources. They're fighting for land. They're fighting for this and that, 
right? But they all agree on everybody must get this thing stuck in their arm and nobody's allowed to go to Antarctica except for a guided tour of the outer lands or the inner lands, depending how you look at it, okay? Weird, weird, much, weird, weird. How much is one of those trips to Antarctica? Like, like thousands, tens of thousands. Tens, yeah, like 10,000 bucks or way more. And then they only bring you to a little tiny island and you don't really go anywhere. Um, you know, they, they just basically bring you to Deception Island next to Rothschild Island, right? Like, what's going on there? What, what is going on there, right? Do you at least get to pet some penguins or something? Yeah, you get, you get to see some penguins. They bring you here to this little tip right here, okay? Which is bigger than some countries, okay? But no one gets to go out here. No one gets to see what's out here. What's out there, okay? It's a prison for your mind. We'll get that at the end. You just asked me about seasons, okay? And seasons are my absolute and total favorite. Um, let's do it this way. Let's go here. So um, in my app, the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, you can find all my stuff at flatterthave.com. If you want to book me for a show, flatterthave.com. If you want to find my socials, my interviews, everything, flatterthave.com. If you want to find my app, flatterthave.com. Okay. So um, seasons, 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 seasons. It was in here. Where did seasons go? Um, I had a graphic for you that I wanted to show you, but, um, so, so during, uh, so Joseph, during our winter, is the sun closer? Where are you look? Where are you located, Joseph? I'm, I'm assuming you're in America. You're in Connecticut. Okay. Yeah. All right. So during our winter, is the sun closer or farther from us than it is in the summer? It's further. In, in our summer. You're saying that because you're just going with the opposite of what you actually think. No, I, 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 I don't. I really don't know anymore. I don't well, know. Summer, it's hotter. <laughs> it's hotter. It's hotter in the summer. Why isn't the sun closer? It's farther. You're right. Okay, yeah. it's farther. So, why, why, why is it? Um, why? What causes the seasons? And the answer is, if uh, my microphone here was the sun. And the northern hemisphere is here. When we're tilted away, that sun spreads over a bigger area. Okay? So we're tilted away. It's over a bigger area. Because we're tilted away, it's lower in the sky, right? If the sun, if the sun was, you know, right here on the equator, right? And then we tilt it away, it's now lower in the sky. It's lower, right? When you tilt okay. it away, it, it just yeah. lowers it down. And that's why you think you have your season. So... Joseph, you and I decide uh, in February that we're going to go um, hang out and uh, it's freezing cold and we, we're hanging out on a football field and we're sitting 20 feet apart because we don't want to infect each other. We want to stay safe. Be safe, Joseph. Safety okay? first, Dave. Yes. Safety first. And we're trying to drink our beers, but they're freezing. They're, they're, they're just the beers are actually freezing. It's not very enjoyable. And, uh, and then Todd comes over and he's got a heat lamp on a 15 foot pole, big heat lamp. And he holds it directly over your head, 15 feet above your head. You're like, whew, that's nice. You take off your coat, your beer melts, okay? And I say, Joseph, where is that sun? Point, point, that, that heat lamp's your sun, point to it. And you'd point, oh, it's right up there, right? But from my perspective, it's still 15 feet off the ground, but it's over there, lower in the sky, like my winter sun. I can barely feel the heat. It's lower in the sky. It's farther away from me. Now, Todd decides to walk over to me and he brings the, that, well, he keeps it at the exact same height. Now you watch it 
and you watch it go away, getting lower and lower and lower. I watch it approaching, getting higher and higher and higher. At all times, it's only 15 feet above the ground. Like if you're standing under a streetlight, the row of streetlights on a flat street, the one above you is your summer sun, the one down the road, that's your winter sun. It's lower and farther. That's why you don't feel heat, okay? And um, if, if you look, you know, this is, these are the heat bands. Why are the heat bands equal on the equator when the earth is tilted? The earth is tilted, okay? The, whoops. The earth is tilted. It should look, you know, why is that heat band following the equator, right? It makes absolutely no sense until you look at it on a flat earth. The red area is the tropics, right? We live on the inside there, you know, and that's where it's warm because the sun goes over. The way the, way the sun works is this. The sun goes around once every day, once every 24 hours, right? It migrates into the Tropic of Cancer, which it's, over, it's almost over right now. So on the 21st, it'll be as close as it's going to get to Connecticut. That's when it's highest in the sky. And then six months later, that's our summer. And it's Australia's winter. Six months later, four, five, six, the sun moves all the way out to the Tropic of Capricorn. And it's their summer because the sun is over them. It's farther from us. It's lower in the sky, shorter days, farther sun, colder. Okay, it's hot in between the tropics. That's the tropics, Tropic of Capricorn, Tropic of mm -hmm. Cancer, because the sun crosses over them twice a year and never really gets that far from them. Six months in, six months out. But for us, it only gets near us, then it goes away again. It's near us and it goes away again. That's how seasons work. Now, if seasons were just because of the tilt, if seasons were just because of the tilt, why in June, when I'm on Long Island Sound and I see the sunrise in June, I could feel the heat immediately. When you think about it, that is the most severe tilted I could be away from the sun. And it's three and a half million miles farther away than, than in the winter. I, I'm looking at the sun. It's, on, it's near the horizon. I could feel the heat on my face. But in December, I can go out at noon, look at the sun at the highest point for that day, and I could barely feel the heat on my face. It's three and a half million miles closer. It's a much more direct angle to me at that time. It's 50 degrees in the air mm -hmm. versus one degree off the horizon and 89 degree tilt. I could feel the heat. I can't feel the heat. Okay. Seasons prove the earth is flat on the app. If you hit the question mark button and you go to uh, seasons right there, you hit that button and um, up come all the videos that they're hiding yeah. for you that will completely teach you about seasons. Okay. Right. You, you put seasons on a flat earth. None of those videos will come up. Okay. And I've watched all the videos multiple times. Um, what is up with the flat earth society? That's those not flat earthers. They want to like make us think something else. Google will lead you right to the flat earth society. Um, they want you, you know, they want you thinking that the earth is, um, that the earth is a disc floating in space, right? Um, but no, no flat earther thinks that. That's, that's where they'll lead you to. You know, Obama mentioned flat earth society uh, a half a dozen times in his speeches, okay? Mm -hmm. So they want you going there because it's ridiculous, right? You know, whenever uh, mainstream media talks about it, talk about the flat earth, you know, oh, why are we a disc? And they're all around planets, right? Um, you don't know what those are. They're lights in the sky. They look round. Saturn looks round to me. I think it's round. 
but that has nothing to do with the shape of the terra firma that we're standing on. Okay. Uh, so one, yeah. yeah. Dad, Dad, you first. There, there is one more thing we do want you to bring up because Jedi and I, we did agree on this. We do think those astronaut videos are faked with like the harness. Like we're like those; those do seem fake to us. Like, can you show us those right. ones when they're like, like, like they're like they're faked or they're they are faking it? No, we think that like yeah. that they're faking. Everything it. was staged. Basically. Yo, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, what if our world was set up like this? Here we are, South America, America, right, Australia. And this is Antarctica, maybe a thousand miles wide, you know, and there's more land beyond Antarctica. What would you, what's another word for more? Can you give me another word for more? Extra. 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 What's another word for land? Terra. Terra. You, so you've heard me. Extra terra. Extra territory. So who would be living on the extra territory? extraterrestrials Dave. and if they came to visit <laughs> us if they came to visit you've been you've been listening very good and they yeah. came to visit oh, I'm us a fan dave i'm a fan dude i really am it like would be, i said i would be extraterrestrials from outer space or the outer space right so um can we talk about emergency landings real quick yeah all right we can we go a couple minutes over is that all right yep um and then what and then you just asked me about something else the astronauts on like where they were like on harnesses and stuff like that. Yeah, we started off with them. We'll finish up with them. That's great. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, southern flights. Here we go. So, um, you guys, you guys are aware of southern flights, right? Why southern flights always go into the northern hemisphere when northern flights never go into the southern hemisphere? Why is that? Should be some symmetry if we live on a ball, but there's none. Okay. So here is uh, an emergency landing from New York City to Hawaii. And they landed in Seattle. Seattle's over here. Like, why didn't they land in California? Okay. On the globe. But if you look at it on a flat earth, Seattle is directly on the straight line between the origin and the destination. Right? So here's another one. Um, London to Palace, Palestine? Pakistan. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, emergency landing in Moscow. Right? Moscow. Now, this looks small. This is like 1,500 miles. Okay. And it got there in a ridiculous amount of time, super, super easy, super fast um, time. What? You have a question? Yeah. And don't, I don't, I, is it possible though that it's because the earth is curved and moving that you would have to? <laughs> oh my God. If the earth was moving. Dave, maybe I'm that... an idiot. I'm just asking. I don't no, know. No, you're not an idiot because we all, we all had those same beliefs. Um, it's just weird that it's on every time they pick a space that's way out of place, it goes, it works perfectly on a flat earth map, right? Again, another emergency in Moscow, Moscow's right on the line there, uh, stop in Calgary, way out of the way, Calgary's right on the line there. It just, it just goes on and on and on emergency landing in Manchester, right? Manchester is out of the way, but again, it's on the, it's on the flat earth map. Who um, the hell figured uh, this out, Dave? That's, that this is, is, uh, this is interesting. Flat Earth Banjo, he used to work for the airline, so he's very knowledgeable in this stuff. And basically, it's not really that hard. You just have to understand that. You have to get all the data. He's got a book called 16 Emergency Landings Proving Flat Earth. And um, that, um, that it's a free PDF online. Um, it's a free PDF online that you can get, or you can get it at lulu.com. It's a great book. He's documented everything, all the news reports, all the flight paths, everything, customer testimony, whatever. It's all in there. 
and it's a great coffee table book. Um, and it's called 16 Emergency Land. <laughs> Excuse me. But the thing is, there's actually there's been a lot of new ones, right? This is my favorite. Um, this one here, give me a second, is a flight from it was from um uh, Hong Kong to the UK, but it stopped in Germany, right? 12 hour flight, right? And they're flying, and right about here, a family is flying together. The mom died suddenly. Weird. Had a heart attack, died suddenly. Young mom, right? Young kids. Can't explain it. Weird. Hey, easy, <laughs> easy. You're joking. God bless, Dr. Yes, no jokes. It's a serious matter. Okay. So four hours into the trip, and they flew for another eight hours. Little kids sitting next to their dead mom, husband sitting next to their dead wife for eight hours. How come they didn't land? Right. And the answer is because they were over Russia. And if they landed in Russia, two things happened. One, Russia would be like, oh, let us help. And that could that could spark peace. OK, we, we couldn't have that. And the other thing is, um, what the hell are we doing over Russia? And somebody might figure this out and then cause a big whoop. Right. So they landed in Germany. Why don't they just finish the trip and get to London, and get the people home? OK, at that point, those kids are, are, are damaged forever. Um, it, it's, it's absolutely, it, it's not, it's unexplainable. And, uh, just another one, I just give you one more. Um, this one is from New York, right? Right near us to New Zealand, right about here. Emergency. They stopped in Fiji. Well, why, it's about the same distance. It might even be longer. Why'd they go to Fiji? Right. They, why didn't they just keep going to Auckland, New Zealand? And the answer is because if you look at it on a flat earth map, huh? Fiji's right in line. Fiji's not over here. Fiji's right here. Zoom in right there. Yeah. Fiji, New Zealand, straight line. Weird how that always happens. Weird. Weird? Can I have a weird? Yeah, it is weird. That's so weird. So who made this flat earth map, though? Where this flat earth well, map come from? So the, the flat earth map is, uh, the you know, and we don't claim to have a perfect map, although the Gleason's map certainly does work. And that's what I use on, on the app um, because, you know, on, on the app, um, if you look wherever the sun is, so this, when you're looking at the, at the app, it's a top down view. You're looking straight down from over the North pole. And if you like, when, when it's over here, I call my friend in uh, Australia and say, Hey, where's the sun? And he goes, it's right above me. It's 12 o'clock. I'm like, Oh, Wherever the sun is, it's 12 o'clock. It works perfectly. And so I, then I call somebody, you know, when the sun's over here in Africa, like, yeah, it's right above me. So I challenge anyone, get the app. When the sun is directly over where you know somebody is, call them up and ask them where the sun is. And it's, they're going to say it's right over my head. Okay? Now, it won't be over their head in here, but in December, it'll be right over their head. But if you know somebody that's right underneath the sun, it, 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 so there is something accurate because the sun is there. All right. So um, when you say, where did the map come from? This map is the, is the Gleason's map. And it, it's been, it was, it's in every, uh, it's in every um, library and encyclopedia and schoolroom until 1950s when they removed it and pretended it didn't exist. Okay. Right. You know, people go, Oh, well, the earth is flat. How did they tack Pearl Harbor from, from Japan? Because they, they show on a, a laid out flat earth. I mean, globe map that it's a crazy trip here's japan and here's hawaii that's it that's how they got there over a flat earth a flat non-rotating 
Earth. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to show you the about the spin of the Earth. If I, if I can I but, uh, on this topic, how far away do you think the sun is from? Wow, great question. So my personal feeling is the sun that we see is not the actual sun. It's more of a projection. Like when you take a magnifying glass and focus the sun onto a little dot and burn ants. I know that you did it. You probably still do it. I still okay? do. Yes. So if you lifted it up six inches in the air, that dot's not gone. It's six inches in the air. If you blew some fog into there, you would see it. It would be right there. And I think that's how the sun is being projected into our atmosphere. And so you go out and look at the sun on a sunny day. Well, that's how you'd have to look at it. Um, you can see that there's blue sky behind the sun. It's it's right here. And then we all see it in a position relative to our to our own position. Right? Do you yeah. think it's like a reflector or something? I, I how much more time do we have? Because <laughs> I, I can oh. show you some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it reflecting off of? Well, the, the, some people claim there's a dome. I think we see it when, in what we call an azimuthal grid of vision. And there's longer videos on that. You'd have to look and I'll, on the app in the homeschooling section under, um, under Schooling Globers. There's a whole um, two-hour stream on that. And uh, that, it takes that much time to, to understand what you're seeing. But I'll show you optically how, how that works. So, so if I'm um, looking for my folder, where'd it go? There it is. Um, where is it? Okay, so here I am in my room. I dropped a blue sheet down, I'm dividing the room. On the other side of the sheet, 10 feet away, I've got a light. It's actually a square light. It's a square flashlight, really weird, but it looks round, it looks like a sphere. Okay, and so we're seeing, this is the projected sun. I'm not seeing the flashlight, I'm seeing the light that's on the sky sheet. So pages to my left, they say, I'm looking from her, she sees it right there. So if I put a quick little X on that sheet, she's looking at the sun over there while I'm looking at it right there. We're looking at it in two different places. Right. We're looking at the same thing in two different places. So one could say we have a personal relationship with the sun. Interesting. And, now, and that's what the sun that's what the sun looks like, kind of what you're showing me. It, it looks just like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when I was playing around with the sheet and um I was zooming in and out. And um so here I, I was check, changing the focus, right? It looks like a sun, mm. right? Doesn't that look like a sun? Yeah. Yeah. I actually made a video where I showed that and I talked about, you know, that's not, everyone's like, oh, that's amazing. And then I backed out and showed you that it was just a flashlight yeah. and everyone's like, what the heck? Right. So people want to believe what they want to believe and they'll believe anything um, as long as they don't have to do any work. You know, if you want to become super rich, invent something that makes people lazier. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like DoorDash. Not yeah. only do you not have to cook your fast food, they'll deliver it to your couch. So you don't even have to get up. Okay. Right. <laughs> so you get anything now. Yeah. So, um, but let, can I, let me show you another, let me just, let me take this point and, and slam it home um, with, uh, with eclipses. So this is one. And, and have you guys seen my eclipse explanation from the projected sky? Yeah, I've seen this. You've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll skip it. It's fine. Um, so there's so much more. You can find all my stuff at Flat Earth. Oh, we have to go to we have to go to the, the ISS. You want to see yeah. some some focus yeah. focus yeah. on the ISS, okay? So, yeah. Then we might just have a couple quick questions to so, fire. Um, who, who, who's our Who's our ghost person? What's your name again? Jedi. 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 Do you have long hair, Jedi? 
Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Jedi, do you uh do you work out at the gym ever? You ever get sweaty? You exercise? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's pretend that you do. Don't answer that question. Don't answer the question. Is this is this woman having a good hair day? Okay. Look at her hair. Yeah, is this yeah. a good hair day? Does she have good does she have like professionally done makeup on? So she's in space, she has professionally done makeup. Her hair, that's a great fucking hair day. Okay. Better than yours, Joseph. And your hair looks good. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you're right. I'll grant you that. She right. is dolled so, up for no so reason. They, they get one shirt a month, one pair of socks every 10 days, one, I don't know how often they get a new washcloth and a bag of water. Okay. So she only takes sponge baths. She's been up there for six months. Look at her friggin' hair and makeup. Okay. If you don't have a problem with that, I can't help you. Okay. <laughs> I can't help you. That should be crusty hair right there. It should be disgusting. It, it, it <laughs> smell like, like the worst dump sewage up there. On my channel, D-I-T-R-H, everybody subscribe there. I got short videos. Everything's under five minutes. Um, there's one, scroll down until you find, I have to go to the bathroom, okay? The ISS bathroom debunks space travel completely. It is the dumbest thing ever. Okay, it is so ridiculous, so disgusting. They poop in this little square box that has a plastic bag. And then they have a stick to push the poop down in. Okay, and then when it's full, they zip tie it off and they throw it out into space. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who watches the poop stick? Okay, what happens if you have diarrhea? Ew. Right, it's it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I, I the the I, I I have a challenge out. Um, get that make that same toilet here, you know, they have an ISS and have somebody use it for a week here on earth with gravity assisting the downward direction, the ledge right. gravity. Okay. And let alone space, please. It's so friggin' dumb. It, it's unbelievable. So, um, so ISS, right. ISS screw ups. Here we go. Um, this one, I got this one. So here's Kamala Harris talking to the space station and they're always playing with stuff, playing with their microphones and stuff. So here's this guy and he's playing with this wire, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's flowing. This is cool. Everything, you always have to have something floating. Long hair. Would they ever let anyone with long hair in space? They don't even let them in a friggin' airplane, you know, a fighter jet, a, like a pilot, okay? But a little screw up, The watch the wire goes right through his arm. It goes right through his arm. Ready? I'm gonna zoom in a little farther. And it, it, it's literally, is a layering issue. You go a little farther, where, hold on. You had like, Dave, you had like the same thing before, like an orange went through someone's hand. Yeah, 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 I'll show you that. What Look, it's going heck? right through his hand. Yeah, yeah, hmm. so watch, watch, it's going, it's behind his hand, and it went right through his, right through his wrist. Right yeah. through his wrist, no problem, right? This is all augmented reality. This is all complete and total garbage, okay? Yeah. Um, I'm going to find the lemon. I've been actually, I haven't shown the lemon in a while, but let me, uh, lemon, I'll get yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's one, Don Pettit. He's like talking about, oh, we have space coffee. We don't like drinking out of a bag. So he made a cup out of this uh, leftover piece of plastic. And then he's like, oh, look, it's floating. Now watch the coffee. Watch. All of a sudden it dislayers. It dis <laughs> what happened there? What happened? So this is showing you that it's complete and total um, CGI garbage, right? Garbage. Look at that. Look at that. Right. Don Pettit loves not Don Pettit. Uh, Chris Hatfield loves yeah. uh, playing his guitar. Right. They got a seven second delay, but he sings with an orchestra on Earth without any delay. It's crazy. <laughs> but this is one. This guy is holding this microphone inside of his neck. He misplayed. They're in different rooms. OK. Yeah. In different green screen rooms. And the microphone is inside his neck. 
oh, there's cosmic rays. You don't understand the radiation in space. And uh, that's why it looks like that way. I mean, the Glober arguments are absolutely and completely totally retarded. All right. Um, oh, what the hell? Yeah. And then, you know, and they use all different techniques, green screens. Now watch this guy's left arm. He moves it in a way. There was a little glitch right there. Again, cosmic rays. But yeah. watch what happens. You don't see anything green behind him. But when he moves his arm, oh, oh, what, what is that? A little green screen glitch. Yeah. Okay. Green screen. Why are they using green screens in space? Why are they using yeah. green screens in space? Right? Nice. So here's, here's one. These guys were talking. Guys are always flipping their hat around, flipping the microphone around. This guy goes in way in the background, zooms by. No one saw it. I zoomed in. He's like literally like 40 yards away. And so I zoomed in. And uh, and you could see the harness and the wire, okay. And then the NASA apologists go, "Well, they wear harnesses with wires for safety. How 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 does zero degree having wires like how like you you would strangle yourself? It would you just get tangled, okay? Yeah. Now in the script, he's supposed to hand this guy the hat or something, and he moves his arm, and this guy thinks." He sees it because the monitor that has these CGI objects, the hat, is in front of them. And now watch. I'm going to zoom out. Watch. He moves his right arm. Here it goes. One, two, three. And he thinks that's the hat. And he takes it and puts it away. Oops. I'm just looping oh it God. Okay. He takes <laughs> it and loops it away. All right. And then, then they get kids, right? Kids. Yeah. Right. This balloon, this ball is real. It's filled with helium. And then she's playing with it. And it's kind of just at that neutral buoyancy. But that, did you see that? Watch again. Nothing's there, and now it's yeah. there. So that is augmented reality, and she's manipulating it. This absolutely proves that they use leap motion augmented reality. And NASA has contracts with all of these augmented reality companies, with wire harness companies, with like all green screen companies. They have these huge contracts with them, public. But nobody cares. Nobody notices. Nobody cares. No, what is that? George Carlin has to say, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody notices. Whatever. Um, it goes, uh, what's this green screen glitch? Oh yeah. This one, everything that's floating glitches out at the last second. It's weird <laughs> glitch. Okay. But there, nothing else glitches out. Just the things that were floating. All right. Right. Yeah. yeah um, that's weird. so, so, um, this is just showing you, uh, the, the Argo system. This is what they, uh, practice on. Right, so they're they're practicing for spacewalks. Okay, look at this guy, and look at this guy. Is there a difference? Is there a difference? Yeah. Right. Okay. Sometimes they do spacewalks on under. And they have, remember the gorilla suit. There's spacewalks underwater. Um, sometimes they uh, sometimes they don't. They they do them with harnesses. So they do they do all sorts of stuff. So you're still guessing. This guy's going around a corner. There is no corner on a zero g plane. And so, oh, they faded him out a little too soon. Look, he's transparent. Mm. <clears throat> that just shows there's a crossfade there. So you're not showing you anything real, just like his hamburger disappears every time he wants to bite it. It's no different. <laughs> oh, no my God. I, I used to have that in one of those speak and says when I was a kid. Those are great. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, all of the main actors, you know, Will Smith, you know, talking to the ISS. I don't want to go there and get, getting all the kids in. It's all about that, right? And so at the end, the guy goes up. Where's he going? Where's the ceiling? I thought this thing, like, what, like, well, maybe that's another passageway. 
but then he comes to you and then he fades. He, like, there's like a weird fade out. I think that does this one show it? That's uh, faded out. Is that the fade out one? I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Oh, look, he just faded oh. out there. You see? What yeah. The heck? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's transparent. Okay. Now, right? are these videos that you're showing like public? Can anyone look at these or only from your channel? Yeah, they're, they're, well, no, they're, they're, there's so many videos out there. Just go watch the NASA yeah. friggin' rocket launch channel. Oh, let me, let me show you the rocket. I want to go to the rocket launches for a second. Um, where is my rocket launch? It should be under rockets. All right. So, so this one is, um, this is interesting. Let me see if I can do this. I haven't shown this yet. All right. So this is what I call thrust. So you ever see the air, the one in an airplane when they test uh, the, the, the jet on an airplane. Okay. And it just totally blows that, that, that bus away. That's a yeah. jet on an airplane on a runway. Now the the jet is sitting on wheels on a runway and the and it's pushing backwards okay so it's not even rolling yet it, it does have the brakes on but it's not even rolling and it's it's just to, you know so the the thrust isn't even that much because the thrust to push that plane straight up would have to be a lot more than to roll it down the runway right that's why they roll down the runway they get speed and everything so think about the amount of thrust that it would take to push that airplane up. Now that airplane only weighs, I don't know, X, whatever it is, right? But when you look at rockets, rockets weigh way more than those jets. They're filled with fuel. They weigh, you know, dozens of tons, okay? And they're going straight up, straight up. So the amount of thrust is insane. You guys ever been, um, you've been in a hurricane, um, it's crazy. 120 mile hour winds are insane. 200 mile hour winds are super yeah. destructive. A tornado has like 250, 300 mile hour winds. They'll turn trees into splinters. They'll pull cement out of the ground. That's a 300 mile an hour room temperature wind. The thrust that comes out of a rocket is superheated. It's not cold. That's for sure. But take the heat out of it. Let's just take the thrust, the power of the thrust, okay? The power of the thrust. So watch, all the smoke just comes out of nowhere, okay? So all this smoke, right? And then it goes up into the sky, and then there's no smoke, and you have all the thrust. Now, right here, the amount of thrust going down, if you were anywhere within, I don't know, a quarter of a mile in there, the blast wave of energy of thrust, because it's lifting all of that up, okay? It's lifting all of that up. How come that smoke? Now that's you say, well, there's a there's a summer breeze going from right to left. See the summer breeze? It's just taking the gust with it. Where's all that thrust? This should just be obliterated. It should obliterate that tower. It should obliterate. Why doesn't the smoke move? At the very least, Dave, I was just gonna say, I would at least if nothing else, that the smoke would drop and scatter from the propulsion. That's what I'm saying. The propulsion yeah. should obliterate that smoke okay yep. it should yep. obliterate that smoke right and when these rockets go up they just go out and they crash into bermuda triangle where nobody kind of hangs out there weird that that's a you know not occupied place and if somebody is out there by chance by accident that got through you know the restricted area uh they might just disappear and allow oh, the bermuda triangle got someone else huh you know, yeah, but what do you think is happening there with that rocket do you think it's not really a rocket taking off what, do, what think, are you saying no, they, they, so some of the rockets, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the rockets are um, pure CGI. Some of them are, uh, I think that one was pure CGI. 
some of the times they're launching um, balloons, right? They're just healing balloons, like the space shuttle. Um, and other times they don't launch anything and it's just, uh, just a movie. Um, but it, it's, it's when you look at it and, um, you know, and start seeing what's going on. Now I believe they do launch, you know, smaller rockets up into the sky, but not, they're not nearly the size that they tell us, right? You guys have seen it when, um, now this is something going up and it looks like it ends up scraping the, the firmament, right? Yeah. Are we looking up or are we looking down? This is weird. Okay, look at this little thing right here. I don't know what that is, but here's a guy wake surfing. Okay, <laughs> here's a guy wake surfing on water. I don't know, maybe NASA's wake surfing up on the firmament. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but they're not going to space, all right? They're not going to space. Um, I'm trying to find the the. By the way... Yeah, just a point of reference to just for the audiences in general, but the International Space Station yeah. is only 254 miles above the Earth's surface. Yeah. Which in the grand scheme of things, even by you know, NASA's standards or whatever, um, that's that's not even breaking the atmosphere. Right. So it, it's you're not um, really in space. Yes. So um the i'm trying to find a quick image here for you um <clears throat> where is it that's that um the, so when when uh when uh, elon musk launched his tesla in space right with total total ridiculous but you could see the unbelievable the whole globe earth now the space station doesn't have a view of this space station can't see any curvature it's not high enough okay right. this is only 170 miles up Space Station's 250. Right. Okay. So Both more fake. BS. Yeah, more, yeah. more and total, complete and total BS. Right? Complete and total BS. Yeah. Right? So is that, a, is that a complete lie that pilots can tell the Earth is round? Because you hear people say that, like, oh, I just ask a pilot. Yeah, no, we've we've talked to many pilots. Most of them know the Southern pilot, the pilots like for Qantas that do the Southern routes, they all know. Um, and many, many, and more and more pilots know now um, on the on the flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, if you click the <clears throat> frequently asked questions button and go to the are all pilots and scientists in on it. Where is that button? It's on there somewhere. Um, there's a button for pilots and scientists. Where is it? Space agencies. Oh, right there. Pilots and scientists. Um, we have tons of whistleblowers there. There's astronauts that have whistleblown. The Polish astronaut said we never went to space. Earth is flat, and then he disappeared. You know, Buzz Aldrin said, no, we, you didn't watch we land on the moon. That was all CGI. That was all, that was an animation, right? They're telling us all the time. And then Neil Armstrong in one of his speeches at a commencement speech, he ended it by saying one day, hopefully the protective veil of these lies, the veil of information will be revealed or whatever. Basically a very cryptic message saying <laughs> one day the truth is going to come out. One day, one day the, the, the truth is, is going to come out. So have you seen Moonwalkers? Moonwalkers. I just saw that last week with Ron Perlman. That was a great movie. It was about them oh. filming a video in case they didn't land on, on the moon. They had <laughs> yes, their video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was really good. That, and and another good one is, um, what's the one about where they were going to Mars and then the spaceship blew up and they had to kill the astronauts because they didn't they were still alive on Earth? Kind of well, I don't think I know that one. It's called it's it's yes, you have. It's um a Capricorn one. Capricorn one. 
Look that up. It's great. Great movie. Um, this is kind of off the subject, but I know Jedi. We were talking about this. We were kind of curious where you stand on. Um, do you think there's a cure for cancer, and they're like all covering it up? Oh my God! There's so many cures for cancer. It's ridiculous. There's and there there was cures years ago, but they're all been they've all been suppressed. Cancer is like the number one driver. Do you know what? There was no cancer before people started getting things in their arms back in the you know, was it 50s or 40s or whatever it was. I mean, cancer took off when the, when this became a popular thing. <clears throat> the CDC <clears throat> admits, I'm choking on my tea, admits they, um, and on one of the influenza vaccines one year, um, they, I got to be careful what I say because we don't want to get a strike here, um, that they, they put the S and the letter D, well, I'll say it, um, and the number 40, it uh, was was actually put into the 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 plunger, okay, and and over a hundred million people got it, and that's the 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 virus that causes cancer, okay. Hundred million Americans got it. Oh my gosh! They gave it to everybody, and nobody cares. No, nobody seems to. Nothing matters. Nobody cares, okay. And and it just goes on and on from there. I know cures for cancer, okay? I know that there's energy cures, the Rife machine, amazing, right? I, I Down in Mexico, um, I, uh, I'm friends with a guy that builds these Tesla coils, and uh, they had people that had um, inoperable brain tumors, and somehow, by coincidence, I'm not claiming that their machines or anything, um, the, the entire thing went away when they used the machine, okay? Entire thing went away, okay? It's, it's unreal, you know? It, uh, <laughs> the whole—I don't want to say—I'm I'm stumbling on my words because I want this to be on YouTube. But <laughs> the answer is yes. They're they're. Yeah. It's not even they don't even lie about what it is. You know, it's caused by parasites and and, and other toxins. If you just keep yourself clean, um, you're not going to get that thing. Me and Joe talk about sometimes where when Magic Johnson got AIDS, that was like an automatic death sentence, and he's like completely fine now. Yeah, he's totally fine. Wait, but again, they – oh, this is what I wanted to show you. Um, if that's another psyop. Who's the one guy that survives the intercourse disease? Yeah. The guy with a Magic Johnson. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and they love, they love their um they love their sexual innuendos, right? The first shot that SpaceX, whoops, that's not what I want to show you. The first shot that SpaceX um showed from space is this, and it says sex in the clouds. Okay. Oh, right? Yeah, you guys thought. So sex in the clouds, very, very interesting, right? So then, you know, this is just maybe my dirty mind, but this is what they show us, okay? Yeah. I don't know, cock and balls comes, to, comes to, to, to mind, but maybe I'm just a dirty old man, okay? And then if you look at Jeff Bezos's rocket, Jeff Bezos' rocket couldn't look anything more like a phallic dick, right? Yeah. If you don't know what it looks like, this is his rocket, and this is Virgin Galactic's rocket. Do you see any similarity? Okay. Oh my God. All right. Wait, hold on. There's more. There's more. Okay. So whenever Jeff Bezos launches a rocket, the cameraman either has Tourette's or something, and he has this upward down, not left or right, 
Yeah. He can keep it in focus, but he's got this up and down little twitch of the penis rocket. Okay. Yeah. The penis rocket. Okay. All right. Are they, well, why would they do that? You know, why would they do that? Please. And then the first um, illustration from NASA when they talked about going to the moon is this. Okay. Is this right? Yeah. Am I, am I a dirty old man? Right. Oh Everything God. that you've shown us is phallic shaped. One more. And so, you know, Don Pettit talked about that. Well, they're tired of drinking their coffee out of, uh, you know, would you drink coffee in space? First, the coffee is going to float around with all your stomach acids. It's going to go through your digestion. How you wouldn't have explosive diarrhea and destroy the entire space station <laughs> is beyond, beyond what, even imaginable. Okay. But they like drinking out of cups. So they built a special cup. They built a special cup. Okay. All right. What does that look like? What does that look like? <laughs> it's a vagina. It even oh, has oh. the, it's a vagina. That's okay. So and then the way, when they, when they show them drinking out of, they're drinking out of it, like, like literally like, like they're like, it's a sexual experience. Cause it is right. for them. All right. Crazy. Well, you know how Dunkin' Donuts is around here, Dave. People are obsessed. They can't just go a little bit without coffee. I know people are people are crazy. They they love their coffee. They love indoctrinating kids. They love, yeah. you know, they, NASA is literally cartoons. Space is cartoons for adults and kids, right? You talk to any kid, what do you want to grow up? I want to be an astronaut. They've got them. They've trapped their mind. They have them living on a ball. Why does it matter? Let's talk about why it matters. Then we'll wrap it up. I know we're super over, um, but I think this was a, a good conversation. Yeah. Okay. So so why does it matter? And the thing is, your thoughts create your reality. If they can keep your thoughts in fear and in lack, we're running out of food, we're running out of land, we're running out of water, we're running out of energy, we're running out of the asteroid's going to take us out, you know, or it's, you know, and you're believing in that, and then you give away, you live in fear, you your thoughts lose their manifestation power, and then if you're like, well, I just, you know, we just have this globe. What if there's more more land? What if there's more land than uh, than just this globe? What if there's more land beyond Antarctica? Now, I don't need to speculate what's beyond Antarctica. Um, where am I going here? Um, I don't need to speculate what's beyond Antarctica, but it's fun to. So how would you hide the earth? So here's a, a map and let's say um, this is the regular Mercator map and we cut out you know, part of South America and North America and we wrap it around a sphere and we teach kids in school. There's no boats, there's no planes, okay? And we teach kids in school there is no Europe. There is no Australia. There is no Africa. There's just this part of here. And you're not allowed to go to this white dot. It's very dangerous. We have to protect the ice and the penguins. Okay. Right. So this is all that there is. And then you wouldn't even know that Europe existed. Right. We don't have radios. We don't have anything. Okay. You wouldn't know. And this is your prison. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what if the world was like this? Joseph, pay attention here. You may have, maybe you've <laughs> seen this. Okay. So we have all of these ponds. We live in a pond. We live in the center of this one right here, okay? These ponds, pieces of the plane, a planet, if you will. And we cut it out and we wrap it around a sphere and we say, this is where you live and you're not allowed to explore south. South is this white area, which is at the bottom of a ball that nobody seems to be able to circumnavigate, okay? You're not allowed to go explore here. This is all that there is, okay? This is a problem, right? This is a prison for your mind. And it stops you from 
using your full potential, gaining your full potential, becoming the true superpower person that you are. They don't want you to know that you have psychic abilities. They don't want you to know that you have freedom, that you have God-given uh, rights. And nobody can give you your rights. They can only try to take them away. And they can't take them away unless you agree. So they trick you into agreeing, right? They trick you into, into agreeing to all of their nonsense. Dave, what are you familiar with, real quick, real quick on, on Antarctica, uh, Richard Bird, the pilot, said that he flew into a cavern in his diaries and, and, and talked about seeing all sorts of stuff in Antarctica. Yeah. So so Antarctica, when um, when Richard Bird went out there uh, and said there's more land bigger than the United States uh, that no human has ever set foot upon, uh, he was he was whoops, I want to show you. Um, he was reigned as a hero. And uh, then everyone said, all right, all the countries jump aboard. We can't go to Antarctica anymore. Wait, I discovered more land. No people are there. No animals are there. There's, there's no environmental issues, even though environmentalism wasn't a word back then. And it's filled with resources. And then every country in the world ends up agreeing that we can't go there and explore. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, well, we have to protect the ice and the penguins. Wait a minute, we can destroy the Amazon, but we got to protect the ice and the penguins. And there's resources there and there's no people to displace. And I mean, it's retarded, all right? I'm using the word because it is retarded, all right? And, and Admiral Byrd had his, uh, you know, his, his, um, his parades and they made a, he's a, he's a big guy, you know, he's a, he's a big deal. Um, but but what, is, what is really out there? And the, 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 the truth is we don't know. There are there's stories of the Iron Republic about, uh, you know, in the 1800s, about more land beyond Antarctica with advanced civilizations, right? Advanced civilizations out there, right? Let me, let me, let me show you this. You guys have probably seen this, but I added some new stuff to it. This is a uh, ship tracking website. You can track all cargo ships. We found some ships that were crazy distances, 730 miles inland from the closest bay. Seven, how does an active ship it's 730 miles inland, okay? And it's 1.9 miles above sea level. How, even if there was an inlet, how did it get 1.9 miles above sea level, okay? How, how does that happen, right? So here's another one, nine, <clears throat> 905 miles inland, 905 miles, right? 2.37 miles above and he's almost at the center. That's almost where the alleged South Pole is. Wow. Okay. How does a ship get there? Okay. How does a ship get there? And uh, the answer is, what if, okay, what if the world was set up like this? Right. And when they take you from Santiago to the center of this island here, which is bigger than the United States, Canada, Mexico doubled, they tell you you're at Antarctica and this is it. And they tell you that there's an ice wall all the way around, but in reality, it's open waterways to other lands. But nobody is allowed to explore beyond 60 degrees south. So you would never even be able to see them, never be able to get close enough to zoom in on them. Okay? Maybe you would, right? Yeah. But so, so what happens if... Um, what's going on here? Why did that happen? Oh, there you go. Sorry about that. Um, so one of those ships we looked at 
it said it was from the island of Kiribati or the nation of Kiribati. Where's Kiribati? Out here in the middle of the South Pacific, nowhere, right? There it is. I put a pin on it. It's a tiny little sand atoll, a coral atoll or whatever you want to call it. And uh, China gave them $10 billion recently. It's a very important trade route. America, I think they gave them billions and billions recently. And we're all interested in this little island. Why would a ship need to stop there? Why would a ship need to stop there? Right? For it to be a, to be a trade route. And here's the other thing. You know that Captain Cook tried to circumnavigate Antarctica. It's only 13,000 miles around. It took him two and a half, three and a half years. He went over 68,000 miles. There's a Captain Cook hotel in Kiribati. Coincidence. We got a ship wow. that's in a possible place. You got a Captain mm. Cook hotel. Okay? Not done. There's more. Yeah. Okay? So recently, we're looking at ship tracking on Kiribati, and we see all of these ships here at their giant. They have a gigantic pier, by the way gigantic pier and we're looking at them and either they're going to an unknown destination or they're going to christmas island christmas island santa claus Saint it's like claus. They're, they're mocking us dave they're they're well maybe that's their their, their code or whatever so you got all these ships going going to weird or nowhere places this little island what 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 could they ex be exporting from there there's not even enough land to grow anything most of it's unpopulated right what are they trading are they trading computer chips tuna fish children i don't know weapons maybe maybe all of the who knows? above all of the above so yeah there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of other things right so on a, on a flat earth on a, on a globe Earth, you have 24 lines coming from North Pole to South Pole, evenly divided. And those are all your time zones as you spin around. So they should all be perfectly straight, straight curved lines dividing the world up into time zones. Makes perfect sense. Do you know that there's how many how many time zones? That there's time zones in uh, in the north. There's 18 time zones, and in the south, there's 32 time zones. And if you look how they're broken up, it actually is the perfect way to hide the globe, hide the flat earth and make it work on a globe. There's 32 time zones. It doesn't work, but there's also this weird time zone, time zone at the, um, at the, at the dateline. And if we look at that time zone, right, there's, there's over three and a half time zones in here, but they're claiming this is one time zone. Guess what's in the weirdest spot of all Kiribati. Yeah. Right in that okay. little nook. Like why would right it be there. able to look like, like that? You know, you know what this means? I don't, but I want to know. I mean, there's yeah. too many strikes. And then if you watch, look at all the news from years ago, and Kiribati, nuclear testing there. They're blowing up nuclear bombs there left and right. But people are living there, okay? No problem. It's like, they don't want people going there. Like, I don't want to go there. They blew up nuclear bombs there. It's radiation. Well, you shouldn't go to Vegas either then, okay? Yeah. Um, speaking of Vegas, we're having a conference in Las Vegas, October 21st and 22nd called Flattoberfest. And you can check it out on my website at flatearthdave.com. Um, one of the reports, uh, one of the soldiers said, he goes, the, the nuclear bomb was so crazy. When I put my hand over my face, I could see my bones of my hands through my hands, like Bugs Bunny. Okay. Yeah. That's, what, that's what he said in an interview. Okay. They're mocking us. Okay. They're mocking us. Um, can you go back one you slide? That. Oh, go back one slide. Go ahead. What do you want me to do? When you go, can you go back to the, um, the, the big map with the it was like a rainbow globe a rainbow map yeah yeah it's gonna take me a second um the where is it oh 
over here. Um, that was all the time zones, and uh, that's just showing you all the the alleged time zones. Um, hold on, there it is. Time zones. Okay, that one. Yep. Todd wanted to show that one more time for Gay Pride Month. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Todd, what are you doing for Gay Pride Month? <laughs> hey, you know what? I uh, I don't want to say it. Never mind. <laughs> no, if you put hey, gay pride as, as one. I, listen, I have no problem with people, whatever your situation is, but this whole agenda is insane. Gay pride put together has the word demon in it. I don't know. It's just a coincidence. I'm sure. <laughs> Interesting. I, God, I, I, I did want to ask Davis question, like without going down a whole rabbit hole, but like, so you live kind of equidistant to like uh, New York city and also Sandy hook. You must know someone, a friend of a friend or someone that either died in one of those tragedies. No. Cause I know you don't believe in them. That's, that's the only reason I'm asking. So, so that's another discussion that you're not allowed to have on, uh, on here, but I have lots of information. I was involved in several documentaries about that. And here's the thing. Don't believe anything I say. If you want to know the truth about that, that's been removed from YouTube, well, write, write this website down. Stoplookthink.com. And then search Sandy and the fishing thing. And, yeah. um, and then uh, watch a few of those videos. There's one of them called Unraveling SH by, um, in two, three, four, and five dimensions. Um, that, one will, that one will hook you. Okay, that one will that one will get you to see the deception. And there's so many, many things. It's not a theory. It's an emotional topic that people can't look at the logic. But um, you know, it's crazy. From people winning the lottery fifty friggin' times, right? To every one of those families was everyone but one or two of the families that had somebody uh, involved was packed up and ready to move before it happened and move the next day. Weird. They all moved to the town within the year of it happening. So all the people that happened, happened to their kid, they moved there the same year and they moved out the day after they were all packed up. Like they were brought in for a project and then they left. Okay. Very, very weird. Wouldn't you say, isn't that weird? But weird. Joe, Joe, I think this is one we just have to agree to disagree with him. Otherwise, we're going to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> well, I don't want you to go down a rabbit hole. I want you to go watch the video and make yeah. up your own mind. Don't listen to anything I have to do, right? And, the, and those families, you know, setting up their GoFundMes before the three days before it happened. That's weird. Don't, can I get a weird on that one? That Robbie oh. Parker set up his GoFundMe three days before the event happened. Weird. Right. That was, and that was the, a mistake you weren't supposed to see. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. And then the other thing is, um, you guys have kids, right? When, uh, yep. when you have kids in first grade, you're, um, the average age, I don't know, 25 to 32 years old. The average age of those parents was something like 47. The average age of all of the parents that had a kid involved was something like 47 or it was a number that never, ever, ever anywhere in the world has ever happened ever anywhere in any class of first graders, you do not have that average age. Weird. Weird. Joe, that's something I wouldn't mind looking into a little bit. Because yeah, for sure. Stop, I mean, just, listen, stoplookthink.com. Here's the thing. You can believe whatever you want. It's easy to believe. It takes no effort. Stoplookthink.com. There's a whole bunch of videos. Take a week. Watch yeah. those videos. Okay? Watch those videos and don't watch it with the purpose of debunking them. Right? And you mm -hmm. won't be able to. So there you go. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jedi, did you have a question? 
No. She's blown away. She passed okay. out. Well, I think basically if you got this far and you haven't watched, definitely click on the link so you can watch because this won't make much sense unless you're actually watching the video. Um, Dave, we love having you on. This is the third time with you. This is our 100th show. Oh, nice. I appreciate that. Um, just one other thing on the on the app, the Friend Finder, we hit 104,000. So if you think the Flat Earth is uh, not real, um, just take a look at the app. Let this page load for a second. Um, Look at all the people in uh, in the United States. Look, I'll zoom in on Connecticut. Pretty crazy. Where is Connecticut? Can't even see. Yeah. Look at all these people. These are all flat earthers. Okay. And on the app, you can message them. You can people get together. People are getting married. People are getting jobs. People are hiring people. People are doing all sorts of stuff. Um, Taking using over the globe. The, using the friend finder. And uh, it's, it's taken a big upgrade coming very soon, it's going to be like Facebook, whole social media thing. You can friend people. You do all sorts of stuff. Like if I watch, if I go to my, uh, my profile, um, this is what the new profile is going to be like. You can post things and oh, cool. um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's going to be cool. And you can friend people, and then you're going to be able to play interactive games. I've got like this tile game that's coming out, and I'll be able to connect with you, connect with a friend. And then we yeah. can play each other and talk to each other while we do it. Flat Earth map. So Dave, where, Dave is, where is the friend finder on here? It's the handshake button. The handshake. Um, so I'm on the regular flat earth clock uh, screen. The handshake. I can't, I, I'll show you. I'll show you where it is. Um, so go to. Oh, I got it. I got it. The handshake. All right. And oh, okay. then the first, the first time you go there, it's going to ask you to register. Listen, the, the app um, takes no personal information. You can even put a fake email address in there. Just don't forget your password. Okay. Just right. because. Just <clears throat> And, and then, um, so once you're in there, you can check it out and, uh, and you get messages like, Hey, we had a, I, we did a radius message. I said, everyone within 50 kilometers, we're having yeah. a meetup at Rico's pizza in Stanford and 75 people showed up. Yeah. It was amazing. And Joe amazing. and Jedi, you guys know, I'll meet someone from this app. Yeah. Dude, there's so many people. There's so many people. Here's <laughs> the thing. Every blue dot, every blue dot on there is somebody that you can be best friends with. That's somebody that could even be more than a best friend, depending on your life situation. Um, right. And everyone, like, I've never met a blue dot I don't like. Everyone on there knows that we don't live on a spinning ball. That's a huge step, right? They know that, uh, you know, the boogeyman is not real, okay? They know lots of things. And so if you're of that mindset, there's no, no better true friend finder. Look, a new person just joined. It's growing oh. super fast. It's yeah. growing super fast. If I was going to no, have like, a side piece, I would want her to be a flat earther. Yeah. Damn right. Damn yeah. right. Because that, that's a hot, that's a hot yeah, woman right dude. there. That's a hot chick right there. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dave, what was the website again for the convention? The convention of, so it, very easy, right? It, it's on flatearthfestivals.com. But if you just hit the shopping cart button on the app. Yeah. The first, uh, the, uh, ugh, that's not even there. Actually, it's not on here yet because we're waiting because we're actually having a um, a conference, an online conference, June 23rd and June 24th. <clears throat> it's called um, the Mount Maru Summit. And uh, you get 50% off if you use my code. And it's, so it's like 50 bucks. It's a two-day full conference about health, about flat earth, about yeah. um, all freedom. It's mind-blowing. It's such a great thing. Um, uh, it, it's fantastic. So come to the conference and then 
you know, come virtually to the conference. And by the yeah. way, if you're busy for part of the day, it's all right. Just go back home and watch it later. You, you have access to it forever afterwards. Um, it's phenomenal. But um, flatearthdave.com, the link to the conference is there and the link yeah. right at the top of the page, the link to um, the Flattoberfest in Vegas, October 21st and 22nd, that weekend. Um, and it's going to be a super amazing, amazing time. But uh, now, yeah. more importantly, right now, the, the Flat Earth Virtual Summit um, flatearthdave.com check that out and you know what even if you don't believe the earth is flat you're going to learn some stuff and then you'll know the earth is flat also but that's a that's a side benefit but you're going to learn some stuff about how david avocado wolf is going to be there his presentation alone is going to will blow your mind blow your mind and i'll be I there on, on a panel also personally. i think it'd be a blast and um now you're me and you are both caribbean guys i love the caribbean would yeah. you still take the trip to <laughs> The Flat Earth Festival over like a free paid trip to the Caribbean? Oh, if I had a choice, free paid trip to the Caribbean or Flattoberfest? Is that what you're saying? I yeah. have to make a choice? Yeah. I, I, I would do Flattoberfest if it's the same yeah. amount of time. Okay. Yeah. Same time. And, and it, it would have been tougher a couple of years ago because now I spend uh, two months in Mexico every winter. So, yeah. um, so I can, uh, I, I have my, my Caribbean, my, my tropical. It's yes, scratch. Yes. Nice. <laughs> I have my yeah. um yeah, so I think we're gonna wrap this up, but thanks so much for uh coming on with us, Dave. And uh like I said, we're gonna put the video up on YouTube and um this is the third time, so thanks a lot. Appreciate it. The app, by the way, is three dollars. There's an eleven dollar a year subscription if you want to be able to message people. You don't have to get it. I would like you to get it, but and you might want to get it because it's it, it just does a lot more. It's eleven dollars. Basically, we're at a bar, you bought me a margarita and you stiff the bartender on the tip. All right. So, and that's for a year. Right. But, yeah. but wait, also just one other thing on the, on the app, if you, if you're in the friend finder and you click this button right here, that creates, that shows you your referral page. You get a random number right here. Just click the pencil, edit it. You can change yours to Todd. All right. Yeah. That's a good name. Yeah. And, um, and then anyone, if someone you're talking flat earth with somebody, which you will be, cause you'll be obsessed with it once you realize it's flat. You'll you'll say, they'll say where do I get the app? Say oh yeah. By the way, when it asks you for a referral code, just put in my name. And if you get eleven points or more, you can trade them in for a year subscription. Okay. Right? I make yeah. it. I make oh, it pretty so easy. Cool. And it's, it's also fun because you can go on the leaderboard, and uh, if you look on the leaderboard, these are the top fifty people that um if it loads. There it is. The top fifty people. Um, the, the referrals. So you can you can see what everyone's doing. <laughs> you think I'm gonna win that? Oh 2,200 man in America came out of nowhere in the third place with 218. Todd, he did a Todd would convert the people at NASA to join the flat earth society. If oh, we, about we, referrals, but not the flat earth society. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's controlled opposition. So, <laughs> Oh, this was awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. And uh, next time you book me, you get, you at least have to check off. I'm not sure if it's a globe, okay? Because you checked off a spinning globe, right? You yeah. guys, are, you guys are way past a spinning globe. Come on. Yeah, we are. Okay, okay. We definitely are, Dave. Yeah, deal. you just—it's easier to say it's a spinning globe because then you don't have to deal with all of the ignorant people that have no idea that they don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks so much. The end is here. Thank you so much for Dave Weiss for coming back to our show, Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond. Please subscribe. Check us out on Clovercrest Media, Facebook, and Spotify. All you got to do is believe and Arctica and beyond. Peace out.